Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. Thank you for joining me. Now that the calendar has turned to November, many of us are starting to think about basketball. Football and the other fall sports are still obviously in full swing, but basketball is kicking into high gear as well as we're about ready to get started with a new season, depending on how that season's going to look with the virus, which has, of course, changed everything in our world and our sports world as well. So let's talk basketball. Let's go back in time and talk girls basketball. And I want to look at the Laurel County girls teams from the late 1970s when they ran off three consecutive state championships. And give you a little bit of history on girls basketball in the state. There actually was a state champion in Kentucky girls basketball from 1920 through 1932. And I haven't researched this, but my assumption is that was the old-fashioned girls basketball where there were three offensive players on one end and three defensive players on that end, and then the same at the other end. So it was basically 12 girls on the court at one time, but it was no full court basketball. You had three on offense and three on defense for one team at one end. Then when one team scored or they turned it over, you took it to the other end where the other team got the ball and they had three on offense and three on defense. So you either played offense or defense, you didn't play both, and it wasn't full court basketball. It was called three-on-three basketball, but it was three-on-three at either end. Anyway, my assumption is that's the type of girls basketball that was played from 1920 through 1932. After 1932, it was disbanded and didn't come back until the mid-70s. That's when Title IX was passed and girls basketball came back to be sanctioned by the Kentucky High School Athletic Association. So 1974-75 season was the first year that it returned, and this was full court five-on-five basketball like we see it today. And that first year, Butler High School out of Louisville won the state championship. Then the next year, Sacred Heart out of Louisville won the championship. That was 76. But in 77, 78, and 79, it was Laurel County to win it. And that's the focus of our show today. We're going to look at Laurel County and how that program got started, how it built itself up to a mini dynasty over that three-year period, talk to the coach and some of the former players who made up that team. By the way, one other note, Laurel County did go on to win another state championship in 1987. That's as, as, as far as girls go, but not really going to concentrate on that team, although it still had the same coach in Roy Bowling. And that's where we're going to begin. We'll talk to him first. But let me tell you this. 1977, Laurel County went 30-1. and Their only loss that year was to Corbin during the regular season. Then they came back and defeated Corbin in the first round of the Sweet 16. Next year, 78, they went 30-3 and won their second consecutive state title. Then in 79, they went undefeated. 36 and 0. As a matter of fact, during the course of the middle part of that 78 season until the mid 80 season, which is basically two years there, two straight years, they won 74 games in a row. They finally lost in the LIT to Allen County by one point, 80 to 79. That was in 1980. But at one point during the late 70s into the early 80s, 
They won 74 games in a row. It was pretty amazing. But again, state champions in 1977, 78, and 79. Head coach was Roy Bowling, and he's 85 years old, still doing well. His health is still good, still lives at home, getting around. And um, he's retired, obviously, from coaching now, but he's the one who started the program at Laurel County and won those three titles in the late 70s. And, of course, he was still around in 87 when they won another girls title. But, again, just concentrating on those teams from the 70s. So talk with Coach Roy Bowling just recently about his mini dynasty there at Laurel County in the late 70s. So I guess my first question is when you – took over when you started this program at Laurel County, it's my understanding that you didn't really want that job. That's exactly right. And why is it? What's, what are the details that surrounded that? Well, I was coaching baseball. I, you know, I, I played baseball in college, semi-pro, and baseball is my sport, which I, I really love it. And I was coaching baseball at Laurel County and had a, a real good uh, program going. In fact, we just went to the Final Four the year before this came up. <clears throat> the superintendent called me in. He said, uh, Roy, he said, I want you to take this girl's job. And I said, you're out of your crazy mind. And he said, no. He said, you coached uh, London and Hazel Green and the boys and said you were successful there. And he said, uh, I want you to take this for a few years and uh, get it started. And uh, he said, you go home and talk it over with your wife. I said, I'll make her uh, a sponsor, and and uh, I'll pay you the same as I pay the boys, coach. And uh, I, I said, well, I'm not going to give up baseball. And he said, no, you don't have to give up baseball. He said, you go home, talk it over with your wife, and let me know in the morning. And I went back in the next morning, and my wife and I talked it over, and and uh, I told him, I said, well, we, we're going to try this. We had three young girls in school, and, uh, you know, the extra money would help. And uh, So my idea was to start it and, and for a few years and then get out and uh, stay with baseball. But uh, he gave it to me, and the first two years I had both baseball and basketball, it liked to kill me. I was in 70-some ball games. <laughs> and, you know, start, I always started baseball practice in December, uh, conditioning and hitting and so forth and the cages and all that stuff. So it, it killed me, and, and the thing about it, the first tryout that I ever had there, I had 90 kids come out, tryouts, first day. And they never played no basketball. There was, there was two kids that had moved in, one from Ohio and one from uh, West Virginia where they played a little basketball. And no, none of the others had ever played a lick. The only thing they'd ever done is gone to PE, and and uh, if they played any basketball, then that was three on one end, three on the other end. Uh, the old girls' rooms, and 
So I I ran them pretty hard, and the next day I only had 20-something. <laughs> <laughs> you must have uh, ran them real hard. Well, I ran them pretty good. And uh, so I had been doing some refereeing with the grade schools. I was director of pupil personnel at the central office, and and they would call me to come and call uh, referee some of their games. And uh, they played a lot of games at noon or early afternoon before the bus ran. And uh, so I knew about some kids uh, that were girls that were playing on the boys' team. And, and uh, Lisa Collins at Phelps, she was the best player they had. And Sharon Garland at Bush, she was the best player they had on the boys' teams. And Delina House was... Uh, uh, Played at Kiwi Elementary, and so I just what I did, I went to the parents and and told them that I wanted those kids to come uh, to Laurel County and and play basketball because we don't have anybody that's ever played except those two kids, and they they were they were fair but not not really good. So uh, I brought those kids in. Uh, Lisa was in the seventh grade, and Sharon was in the eighth. And then I brought Delena in later on, and that—that's the nucleus of, of, the, of the of the basketball program that we started. And they were good. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, they were good. And, and all the other kids filled in, and and. Uh, some of them never played, but they really improved and, and come along. And we just had a group that, buddy, they 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 just they just wouldn't give up for nothing. They wouldn't give in for nothing. I know the first year we got beat in the finals of region, like uh, four or five points by Monticello. Which that year they were a little bit better than we were. And the next year we were undefeated and ranked number one. 30 and 0, and played them again in the finals of region. They had we didn't play during the regular season, and they froze up. Uh, I called a timeout with uh, uh, four minutes into the game, and their eyes were glassed over. And we got down like 17 or 18 points, and, and came back and all, almost tied it up. We got beat four points that year. And they vowed that they, uh, they'd they never lose another game. <laughs> and don't you know that the next year we we uh, we beat them in the semifinals. Well, we played them, invited them over to our tip-off tournament and played them the, uh, early in the season, and we beat them pretty good. So we kind of got the monkey off our back. Next time we played them, we beat them pretty easy. So anyway, we ended up winning that first state championship in 77, and... Uh, and then it just ballooned from there on. Now, you heard Coach Bowling say that when he started the girls' program, he was still coaching baseball, and his plan was to only coach the girls a few years, turn it over to somebody else where he could continue to just coach baseball. But that all changed. Why? When we come back, he'll explain. So stay with me. I'm Gary Fogle. This is Kentucky Sports Memories.
I'm Krista Schaus with United Way of Central Kentucky here in Elizabethtown. I just want to stop for a moment, tell everybody that if you're looking for help at this time, which for a lot of folks that can be food, it might be a, a bill payment, uh, you might need help with medicine, what you can do is you can call 211. That's just 211, and it's toll free, it's confidential. What they'll do is they'll ask you what your zip code is and they'll try to navigate resources for you. If that does not work because 211 is not the be all end all of help, please reach out to the United Way office at 270-737-6608. We are working from home, but the phones are routed directly to our cell phones and so we're able to look through our resource guides and try to help give you further direction. But your first call should be to 211. And if all else fails, once again, the United Way office at 270-737-6608. Thank you, be well. I'm Gary Fogel. Welcome back to Kentucky Sports Memories, where today we're looking at the Laurel County girls basketball teams from the late 70s, where they won three consecutive state championships, 1977, 78, and 79. Let's continue our conversation with Coach Roy Bowling. You said you took the girls basketball coaching job and you thought you'd only keep it a few years because doing both that and baseball were killing you, as you said. Why did you decide to stick with girls' basketball and give up baseball? Well, uh, we had gone to the Final Four in baseball and probably would have won it, but our best pitcher, he got hurt in the finals of sectional. And and uh, I was going to have to rebuild it. And, uh, you know, I got started, and we had that first year we were 20 and 2, and the second year we were 30 and 1. And I had all those kids coming back, and I thought, well, we got a chance of winning a state tournament. And the way the fans had gotten behind those kids, it's unreal uh, uh, how the fans picked up on these kids. And also, we had two radio stations following us. And, uh, you know, it, it looked pretty good. And I just decided, uh, you know, to stick with the basketball and do away with the, with the baseball. And, and, uh, cause I had, I was going to have to make a choice and I, I, I decided to do that. And that's, that's exactly why I kept the girls. When you got started with the program and you mentioned that you brought in a few young girls who had some talent, but other than that, you didn't really have anybody who could play. No. I'm sure you were shocked you were going to win a state championship in the next few years, but what realistically did you think you could accomplish when you started that program? Well, at the very beginning, I thought, my God, we we wouldn't win a game. And, uh, and But then when I, I got those parents to agree to bring those kids into practice and, and you know, come pick them up uh, and realize that, that they were really talented and they really wanted to play. I mean, they, they'd they run through a wall if you told them to. Uh, that's the attitude that they had. And and uh, I just felt like, that you know, we had a chance to really get something going. And, and 
and win at least a state tournament. We never dreamed of doing what we did, but uh, that that was the big, biggest reason. Before you won the first state championship in 77, was there any one game that triggered it in your mind that said, you know what, there's a chance we could win a state title? Was there any one moment? Well, I'll tell you, we lost one game going into that state tournament. That was Corbin defeated us, and then we defeated them at home. And then we drew each other in the uh, first round of the state tournament. And uh, we defeated them uh, 14 or 15 points. And I thought, well, hey, we might have a shot at winning this, although a Louisville assumption was ranked, I think, ranked number one, and we would have had to beat them in the semifinals. But, but uh, you know, I thought, well, we got a shot at it. And uh, we, we, we beat assumption uh, pretty bad. And uh, we went on, and, of course, we had that final game with Paris, which was uh, uh, we were four points down with a minute and a half to go and uh, came back and won that thing. Lisa Collins hit two free throws with five seconds left and won it. And uh, so that, that's, I never had any idea we would win it that soon, but, but uh, I felt like sometime before those kids graduated, we'd win one. So the fact that you won three in a row, when that was all said and done after the 79 season, I assume you were shocked by all that. Oh, yes. God, yeah. Yeah, that's unbelievable. We won 74 games in a row at one whack. I'm going to touch on something else real quickly because you've you've coached both boys and girls, and I've heard coaches who have done that, who've coached both boys and girls, say girls are easier to coach because they listen better and they play harder. Is there any truth to that? Very true, especially at the beginning. Now, now, I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> Things are different now. But anyway, those kids that I had listened. They tried to do everything that you showed them, uh, asked them to do. They tried their best to do it. And, uh, you know, I always, had, I always had a rule. You know, girls sometimes will fuss. Because I, I had a, a rule that they didn't, they didn't fuss. And they didn't cry unless they got hurt. <laughs> and you know, I, I, I was, I wasn't real hard on them, but but I was pretty straight, and they understood what I said. And uh, but I, I just was lucky as I could be to get as good a kids and as good a talent as I had early. So, in other words, according to your rules, if you chewed a girl out in practice, she wasn't allowed to cry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Did that always work? I never, I, yeah, I never had any problem with that, and uh, never had any problem. I, I treated those kids, and I respected them, and and they respected me, and and I treated them like queens, and and, and just like they were my own daughters. But yet, I was stern with them. You know, I, if they if they if they messed up, I didn't jump on them. I was very patient with them. And you finally gave it up at Laurel County. Why did you give it up? Well, in 89, um, we, we, we came back and won the state championship again in 87. 
and in 89, uh, I got sick. I had a, an ulcer. They said about the size of a quarter. And uh, I just got, I, I had my 31 years in, and I thought, well, I'm going to get out of this and get into something else, which I did. And, and uh, that's why I, I, I gave it up. And uh, I, I went into uh, with a car dealership dealer down here and, and uh, helping, helping him. He was a good friend of mine. I like that, but I just didn't like working on Saturday or working real late in the day like you have to if you're going to sell cars. So he got out of the car dealership business. His health got better, got rid of his ulcer. And Mercy High School out of Louisville contacted him and said, would you come up here and coach our girls team? And he did. He went to Louisville and coached them for five years. Left that program a middle school back in Laurel County asked him to coach their middle school team. He did that, and then he became the coach at North Laurel High School. Now, back when he was in Laurel County, there was only one high school there, Laurel County High. They have since split into two high schools, North and South Laurel. So he went to North Laurel and coached them for five years, and then he retired for good. So now at age 85, he spends his spare time fishing, and he works as a volunteer assistant coach for the South Laurel fishing team. How about that? So he's still into coaching. He's coaching fishing. You want to know how to catch a bass? Just ask him and he'll tell you. So that has been his coaching career. All right, we've heard from the coach. Let's move on to the girls. When we come back, we'll hear from a few of them as they talk about their high school basketball career, and that great run of three consecutive state titles. Stay with me. I'm Gary Fogle. This is Kentucky Sports Memories. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I grow trail. Up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome back to Kentucky Sports Memories, where we're looking at the Laurel County girls basketball team from the late 70s. They won three consecutive state championships, 1977, 78, and 79. And again, this was back in a time when girls high school basketball was just getting started. 
because Title IX had kicked in in the early 70s, so it was the fall of 74 when Kentucky High School Athletic Association sanctioned girls' high school basketball. It was the fall of 74 when the program started at Laurel County, as it did at many other schools throughout the state. So 74-75 was the first year, 75-76 obviously the second, and then in the third year is when Laurel County ran off the first of its three consecutive state championships. We've heard from Coach Bowling, so I thought you should hear from the girls. I say girls, they were girls back then, back when they played high school ball. They're grown women now, as they're all in their late 50s and early 60s. So we're going to begin with Vicki Hensley Wagers. She graduated in 77, so she was a senior on that first state championship team. She was an all-state performer. It was an inside player for them. And in talking with her about her memories of back then and winning a championship, and with all these girls, I was also curious about how much they played growing up because back then, girls didn't have high school basketball to look forward to. So there wasn't a whole lot of incentive to play because it wasn't emphasized nearly as much as it is today. So anyway, let's begin with our conversation. Vicki Hensley Wagers, class of 77, that first state championship team at Laurel County. Had you played basketball growing up? Yes, I did. I had a, um, I lived right above Mill Street Park, and I would go play basketball every day. Even though as a kid, you were never aware that there might be a chance you could play in high school. Mm, no, not really. Um, I wasn't very good when I first started out. Um, down at Mill Street, um, there was a lot of guys that came down there to play. And when I did start playing at Laurel County, you know, they accepted me and they let me play with them, which that helped me, you know, to uh, become better. Were you surprised when you all won that or were you expecting it to win it? Well, we wasn't really expecting to, but we were really hoping to. <laughs> Did you appreciate at the time or realize at the time how special that was? Oh, yes. It meant everything to all of us. It meant a lot to our community, uh, our parents, our fans, everything. I mean, it was just an awesome experience. That was Vicki Hensley Wagers, a 1977 graduate of Laurel County High, so she was a senior on that first state championship team. So let's move on to a player from the class of 78 who played on the first two state championship teams. Bonnie Sizemore is her name. She was a four-year starter, so she started as a freshman in the first year of the program. And as I said, four-year starter. She was all district, all region, all four years, and was all state as a senior. My conversation with Bonnie. Bonnie, my first question is, when you started playing with Laurel County, did you have any idea how good you guys were going to be? No. Uh, and really, the big question was, we had no idea how good anybody was going to be. That's a good point, because it was all brand yeah. new for everybody. Absolutely. Well, how much and, did you know about that? How much had you played basketball prior to playing for Laurel County High? Well, when I was younger, uh, you know, I grew up on a farm, 
and me and my brother, every, everything we saw on TV, we tried. You know what I mean? And so we would, uh, at Thanksgiving, you know, you get your turkey and the little nets that you get, we would wrap those around a hanger. That's, and we would take it over the doorway and we would play soft basketball. And so that's kind of how I got started with a lot of it. But basically, whatever we saw, you know, I was a tomboy. Whatever I saw, I wanted to try. But that didn't teach you how to dribble or play defense or set a pick or rebound or do a lot of well, watching it. I know I wasn't allowed to play. I know in elementary school I wanted to play basketball, and they wouldn't let me because I was a girl. So you played basketball for the first time when? Organized basketball. When I was in ninth grade. So why were you good? Were you just a natural athlete? You know, I've had people tell me that, and it always made me mad only because it's like all the work that you put in. So you did work at it? Oh, all the time. And finally, my uncle, who lived with us in uh, in our barnyard, he, um, he put up a basketball goal. And uh, so we just beat the grass down until it was basically just dirt. And I would go out and I would play. And it would be like I would set myself up and I'd have a goal. Like, you know, you got to make so many layups, right-handed, left-handed. you got to make so many free throws and different things. I mean, it wasn't mine, but we just played. But I started that with our swing set. We didn't even have a, a goal for a long time. But we would play basketball because we liked watching on TV. We'd go outside. And you know how your swing set was a double double barrel swing and you had the small uh places in between and so we just used one of those places and we used a kickball and uh we started learning to play basketball that way so that was bonnie sizemore who graduated in 1978 was on the first two state championship teams at laurel county prior to her we heard from vicki hensley wagers who was a 1977 graduate so we've heard from 77 and 78 How about a 79 grad who was on all three state championship teams? We're going to talk with Sharon Garland. She was a five-year starter for Laurel County. So she was there for the very first year of the program in 1974. An eighth grader that year, she was all district, all region, and all state for Laurel County High School. My conversation with Sharon Garland, class of 79. So, Sharon, you were on all three championship teams. What was that experience like? It was just sort of unreal. Um, the I remember that my parents and people the older would say, you can't appreciate it now, but you will later. And I think as the years have gone on, I've kind of appreciated it even more. I did at the, when it was happening. It was just kind of like it sort of, became a habit for us it seemed like there for those you know and and it was kind of we felt like it's kind of expected to to do it again so but uh, it was a lot of fun I'll just say that so when you get to 79 and you're playing for your third consecutive state championship and it's your senior year were you nervous then or feel the pressure because you felt like, my God, we the, the monkey's on our back because we have to do it again. We've done it the last two years. Everybody's expecting it of us. Uh, well, yes, we those of us that were seniors that year, we really we did kind of feel the pressure that year because, like you said, we did not want to to get to our senior year, the final game, and, and not win that one. So we were we were uh, feeling the pressure then. 
Earlier in the show, you heard Coach Roy Bowling mention that in that first state championship game, Lisa Collins hit two free throws to seal the victory. Hit two free throws with five seconds left for them to get a two-point win. Lisa Collins was a freshman that year, but she had joined the program two years prior as a middle school player. She joined when she was in the seventh grade, a star player for that program for six years. She's a 1980 graduate. My conversation with her. So I understand in that first championship game in 77, you hit a couple of late free throws to seal the victory. Is that right? That is true. Uh, I was actually, um, you know, I was young enough that I wasn't nervous, put it that way. I, I hadn't had enough experience to be really nervous about shooting free throws that could potentially change the outcome of a game. You know, it, it really dis- didn't seem like that big of a deal to me at the time. Winning the championship was a big deal to me, but uh, I did actually um, make a couple free throws. I sure did. I I wasn't the only one that played this way. I, I really believe this. The more that was on the line, the uh, more difficult our task ahead of us was, the better the opponent, the more our team seemed to rise to the occasion. And I played that way, and uh, many of the others played that way also. Uh, it's just we did not uh, – we just seemed to – come together and we seem to play with a lot of poise and uh, nothing really um, got us shook up or stressed out at any time. I remember Coach Bowling, I thought we were going to have to call an ambulance for him before <laughs> I shot, shot the free throws. He was he was trying so hard to not make me nervous. He was almost making me a nervous wreck at the time. <laughs> But she was able to keep her nerves under control, knock down those free throws, as Laurel County won its first of three straight state championships. Going to take a break. When we come back, more with these four ladies. And I'm going to ask them two questions. One, do they play the game anymore? If not, when's the last time they did play the game? And secondly, do they think their teams from back then, the late 70s, could compete with the best girls teams in the state today? All that's coming up in just a moment. Stay with me. I'm Gary Fogle. This is Kentucky Sports Memories. Krista Schaus with United Way of Central Kentucky here in Elizabethtown. I just want to stop for a moment, tell everybody that if you're looking for help at this time, which for a lot of folks that can be food, it might be a a bill payment, uh, you might need help with medicine, what you can do is you can call 211. That's just 211 and it's toll free, it's confidential. What they'll do is they'll ask you what your zip code is and they'll try to navigate resources for you. If that does not work because 211 is not the be-all, end-all of help, please reach out to the United Way office at 270-737-6608. We are working from home, but the phones are routed directly to our cell phones, and so we're able to 
look through our resource guides and try to help give you further direction. But your first call should be to 211. And if all else fails, once again, the United Way office at 270-737-6608. Thank you. Be well. I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome back to Kentucky Sports Memories, where we're looking at the Laurel County girls basketball team. They won three consecutive state championships back in 1977, 78, and 79. And in the last segment, we heard from a graduating senior from each of those years. And in this segment, I'm going to talk to them again, and I have two questions for them. The first question I have is, do they think their team back then could compete with the best teams in the state of Kentucky today because today so much more of an emphasis is placed on girls basketball. These young girls start playing the game at a very early age. They go to camps. They play year-round. They play on travel teams. There's so many more opportunities now and you would expect the skill level is so much better. Probably is. So could their teams back then in the late 70s have competed with the best teams in the state today. Let's begin with Vicki Hensley Wagers, Laurel County Class of 1977. You know, women's basketball has come a long way since back then when it first got started in the state as far as high school basketball goes. I've often wondered, do you think your team back then could compete with the top girls' teams now? Yes, most definitely. Why? Because of the players that we had and the dedication to the uh, sports uh, that we had as a team, um, yes. If we were young, like we were back then, we most definitely could, yes. Next up is Bonnie Sizemore, four-year starter for Laurel County, and she graduated in 78. Do you think your team back then could compete with the best of the girls' team now because the game is so much more advanced? I, I think absolutely for several reasons. Uh, number one, we had to use the boys' basketball, and they don't now. Two, um, we had coaches on the floor. I mean, we a, a lot of us understood the game so well that we knew what needed to happen. It's just kind of like, you know, now – even when I was coaching some high school kids, I would get some the coaches and us would get together with people who wanted to come in and help us, and we would just start playing against girls. And I'd be like, "Whoa, how did we do that? We don't have a play. We don't have a play because you know they're all worried about plays, plays, plays. And it's like it really doesn't matter because you know after you run that play a couple of times, people figure it out, and so then you have to be able to adjust as you go and understand if this happens, then that happens. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that's something that we understood. By the way, I had to call Bonnie back to get some more information. And when I did, I wasn't recording that conversation, but she said, oh, I forgot to mention the three-point line. Because back then in the 70s, they didn't have the three-point line. Of course, they do today. And she said, many of our shots came from what would have been beyond the three-point line, including hers. 
And so she says they would have scored a lot of points from that range, and that would have made a difference, of course, in playing against teams today. So she, she definitely wanted to point that out. Let's hear from Sharon Garland, class of 79 and a five-year starter for Laurel County. She was a starter from the first year the program began in 1974 all the way through her senior year of 79. So what did she think? Could her teams back then that won three consecutive state titles, could they have competed with the best teams in Kentucky today? And we've talked about that, and we, we believe we could. We think, you know, we uh, was a little different. We weren't running. It's kind of more of a run-and-gun type play now, I think, more so than, than it was then. But we kind of felt like we could we could play with them today. We'd like to have a shot at it. That's what we talked about. We, we, we would love to be able to go back and, and try it. <laughs> And finally, let's hear from Lisa Collins, 1980 graduate, who was on that team from the inception in 1974 when she was just a seventh grader, another star player for that program, a key reason as to why they won three state championships. So my question to her, could their teams back then compete with the best in Kentucky today? Honestly, we may be able to compete, but I think we would have an uphill battle. Um, and there are several reasons for that. Athletes today are in far better shape. They physically seem to be bigger. They seem to jump higher. They seem to be taller. They seem to be um, more fit. They have resources available to them that we never had available to us. Uh, we played a different style of game. We played a more of a traditional uh, game with the foundations built around all the things you would hear about, pick and rolls, give and goes, uh, things that you just don't really see much of anymore, to be honest with you. Uh, so it would be interesting to see how we would line up. Um, what did the other players say about that? Well, I was going to get to that because you shocked me because your three teammates all said, Heck yeah, we could compete with them. Bring them on. <laughs> oh, did they? Yes. Wow. Well, that's interesting. I guess we all have our own. Maybe I just, uh, I, you know, maybe if I if I saw us line up against each other, it may be it may be different in our prime. Maybe. Let's move on to the next question. And the next question I had was, do you play the game anymore? Or if not, when's the last time you did play? So let's go back to Vicki Hensley Wagers from the class of 77. I play with my granddaughter um, and my grandson here at the house. And then uh, I coach Optimus uh, for years with my grandchildren. Um, they play Optimus basketball. And uh, I have a granddaughter that plays school basketball. I still enjoy the sport very much. Next up. Here's Bonnie Sizemore. Well, I haven't played in a little while. Uh, when I was, um, I became a teacher, and uh, then I became a counselor, and then a, a, a principal. And I was principal. I had principal challenge. I played every morning with my elementary kids. Did they know your history? Did they know that at one time you had game? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. That 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 makes an impression for sure, especially. You know, I had a K or actually preschool through sixth grade in the, the building. And so I had a wider range, you know, and I could twirl the ball on my finger, and that was pretty cool, too. 
I'd have kids that, that, that would be real competitive and then I'd have kids that just wanted to have fun. And so if they came after, I always chose the kids that, that never played or anything like that usually. And I'd let the other kids have it. And so if they started dogging or giving the one of the kids a hard time, I'd be like, I'm coming for you. So you talk to them trash. Yeah, I'm coming for you. You leave my people alone or I'm coming for you. And then they'd, they'd go after them and I'd come right at them. And I'd be like, I told you, I'm coming for you. Don't mess with them. Sharon Garland from the class of 79. Well, I tell you, the last time I played, uh, I was re- uh, retired uh, elementary counselor, and the last time I played was with uh, some of the kids at school. And uh, I realized that, uh, you know, that little elementary school court is about uh, quite a bit smaller than the high school court, but I realized that um, maybe <laughs> I wasn't in very good shape like I used to be <laughs> when we played <laughs> with the kids. But, you know, we held our own. At least I didn't faint or anything. And, you know, it was all right. It was fun. It was a lot of fun playing with the kids. Did you talk trash <laughs> to the elementary school kids and tell them you once had games? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, they talked trash to us. <laughs> it was fun. It was really fun, though. You know, it kind of brings back a lot of good memories of running, running up and down the court and enjoyed it. I always enjoyed playing basketball, whatever form it is. And finally, from the class of 1980, Lisa Collins. Oh, I play the game in my head a lot. Um, (laughs) You know, uh, I have not um, played any basketball in probably, I I really am scared to say this, maybe 15 to 20 years. Really? I have not played. Uh, I may have picked up a ball and, and, uh, you know, did some shooting, something like that. But that's really about it. I am still a super fan. I, I love watching the game of basketball. It still uh, makes me feel the way it always did. I just, uh, I call it God's greatest game. Those ladies all in their late 50s or early 60s now. And my guess is if you rolled a basketball out there and put forth the challenge, they'd be up for it, at least for a game of horse, probably still give you a pretty good game. Again, uh, Vicki Hensley wagers from the class of 77, that first year they won the state championship. Bonnie Sizemore from the class of 78. Sharon Garland from the class of 79. And then Lisa Collins from the class of 80. And again, Sharon and Lisa on all three of those state championship teams and had played with the program since they were middle schoolers back in 7th and 8th grade. My thanks to them for their time and contributing to this show. And my thanks to Coach Bowling, who is 85 years old and uh, still has a lot of vigor in him, still loving life and spends his time these days fishing, and as he said, works as a volunteer assistant coach for the South Laurel High School fishing team. So he's still involved with kids and still doing some coaching. By the way, just in case you're wondering, uh, in 1977, when Laurel County won that state championship, they only won by two points. They defeated Paris in that championship game by a final of 48 to 46. A year later, 1978, they knocked off Breathitt County, 63 to 48, so won that one rather handily. And then the next year, they were winners over Lexington Lafayette, 43 to 36. All three of those were played at McBrayer Arena at Eastern Kentucky University. 
The state tournament has moved around, as you know, but of course this past year, the pandemic wiped out the girls' Sweet 16. They had gotten underway and played a few games, and then it was all called off, and that was the end of it. So no state champion in girls' basketball this past year. That'll do it for the show this week. If you want to reach out to me or listen to some past shows, you can do all that. My website, KentuckySportsMemories.com. I'll be back next week with a brand new show. I hope you'll tune me in. Until then, I'm Gary Fogle. This is Kentucky Sports Memories. I'll see you next week. blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I grow trail. Up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be. A, I want to be. A, I want to be. I want to be. I want to be. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.